Hey there, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy, the go-to podcast for moms who love Jesus and want to live an intentional life overflowing with joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and here on the podcast, we're all about Jesus, joy, presence, simplicity, practical tips, prayer, focusing on what matters, reading our Bibles, and cultivating a peaceful family life. How does that sound, mama friend? Good? Then let's get started. So what's the one word that's going to change and transform your marriage? You're going to have to listen to today's interview with Kristen and Danny Adams to find out. So Kristen and Danny have a new book out. It's called The Road to Love and Laughter. They are YouTubers. They had a viral video that went just crazy. I think it has 300 million views and it's a lip syncing video and they're all about um, helping turn your roadblocks into opportunities for growth, wisdom, and even laughter in your marriage. And so in your marriage, I know there are things that are wonderful and things that are hard. And so in today's episode, I just pray over your marriage and all marriages and maybe your future marriage if you're not married yet just peace and unity and for God to be present and I know that listening to Kristen and Danny today you're going to be so inspired by them I know you're going to love hearing what they have to say so let's dive into the interview with Kristen and Danny Adams okay I forgot to read the verse of the week Silly me before we get into the interview, which is a little bit longer than my usual, but I thought it was really important because marriage is so important and the central part of our family life. So we can't be good moms without being a good wife, too, if that makes sense. We got to have both. Um, So, really quickly, let me read the verse of the week or the verses of the week 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to 8. And you know this well. But I'm going to read it because, again, like I've said in other episodes, I want this podcast to be rooted in Christ and rooted in his word. So the way to do that is to read his word aloud and make sure it gets into our hearts and minds. So here it is, 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. It is not arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices in the right. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. So, we've all heard this, but are we doing this? Let's take a minute to pause and ask ourselves if we're being patient or kind. Are we refraining from being arrogant or rude? Do we insist on our own way in our marriage? Are we open to our spouse's way too? So let's take a few minutes today at some point to reflect on 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 8 and think about what it means in our own marriage. And I pray blessing over your marriage. I pray that this episode blesses you. And again, I know it's a little bit longer than my usual, but I really think it's important because marriage is a big topic and we could talk about it for hours, but I think this interview just encapsulates everything that I would like to say today and I hope you really enjoy it and um, let me know if you figure out the one word I think you'll know pretty quickly (laughs) the one word that's going to change your marriage okay let's hop into the interview hey Kristen and Danny I'm excited to have you here today hey Stephanie thank you Stephanie for having us (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm so happy you did that. That's your signature. <laughs> Love it, you guys. <laughs> so everybody, Kristen and Danny Adams, they wrote the book, The Road to Love and Laughter, Navigating the Twists and Turns of Life Together. And so any of you listening, you're in for a real treat. I'm really excited to chat with you guys. And let's do a quick intro about you guys and then really get into how you became hosts of marriage events and creators of this viral lip syncing video. Yeah. So I'm Kristen. And I'm Danny. And, yep. And we, I'm from Texas. Danny's from Indiana. But we met while living in Los Angeles, California both pursuing careers in the entertainment industry. <laughs> and so this was back when we were, you know, fresh off the boat into Los Angeles and, you know, just auditioning every day and trying to make it in crazy Hollywood. Yep. And we were friends for about three years uh, in the same friend group out there. Then we started dating, we yep. dated for three years. Then we got married. We've been married for almost 13 years. So we're going on like Babe, almost 20 years of knowing each knowing other. Knowing each other, right. It's so wow. crazy. We had a couple kids along the way. We have a daughter who is 10, Harper, and our son, Holt, is seven. Yep. So then uh, five years ago, we left LA, the glorious palm trees of LA, for the glorious cornfields of Indiana. And <laughs> now, now we're living here, raising our babies here, and making online content full-time. And as you mentioned, our lip sync videos, we, you know, we got known, if you will, on the internet for making these lip sync videos where we dress up in the front seat of our car. We, it's, it's medleys of all, you know, fun songs and we get into character and do little comedic bits uh, while we lip sync. And one of them just went like massively viral in 2017. It ended up getting like over 300 million views on different platforms. Amazing. And yeah, it like was one of those, I thought something was wrong with our Facebook page when we were watching, like we posted it at night, went to bed, got up the next morning and I kept refreshing the page and it was like a million views, two million views, yeah. three million. It was like, I was like, Danny, I think something's wrong with Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, just kind of changed our world. You know, that, that, you know, we were known for those videos. We produce different types of content, but that was the, that were, you know, that was the video. And those are the videos that we're most known for of two people sitting in the front seat of the car, <laughs> lip syncing to different Musical music yeah, in a lot of different genres. And so that's, we have fun with those. The response has been overwhelmingly kind and, and received well. And, uh, and then from that, we started getting booked out to go out and do events. So we, we you know, entertained for corporations, for churches, for you name it. Um, but we've now developed a show called Date Night with Kristen and Danny. And that is for marriages specifically, where we can go out and, uh, and really encourage people. That's our, that's our goal because the perception of what people can have when you're doing videos like we do, and especially, you know, as, as crazy as we can get, is that everything is just one big happy, you know, rainbow kitty cat kind of a life. Right. And we're, we have the opportunity through our events. And, you know, sometimes well, we would online. get comments, babe, to yes. your point. We would post these videos and we would get all these comments of like, wow, I love this couple. I wish my husband would get in the front seat of the car and dress up with me or, <laughs> I, you know, I, they must have the best, what a, yeah. what a dream, you know, I wish my husband would do these things. And I just want to, I want to have a relationship like that. And while that's very flattering to hear and, you know, yes, we have a great time. Um, that was one of the reasons why Danny and I were attracted to each other yeah. and got married in the yeah. first place was like, we loved each other's sense of humor. And we love that we both found the funny in life and in situations. Um, but 
but we're real people too yeah. and we have and we're you know, performers i mean we're, we're we're and god has graced us in those areas to be able to have a chemistry uh that that we can perform and we just have sort of a, a little one-two punch there but yes we're quick to say we're quick to say that, that like, we're very different we would read these comments and go no 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 no. please don't wish for our life like don't wish for our marriage like it's just as much hard work as your marriage is and you know we go through the exact same things that you do we have conflict we disagree we look at things differently we have to fight to get an agreement on, on almost every issue, you know, I mean, there's very few areas where we both are like, yep, think the same, got it. That was an easy conversation, right. you know? So we wanted yeah, to write this book to, to kind of pull the wall back of yeah. like, you know, mm -hmm. like, Hey, th th you see this, this, this is real stuff. We have fun together, but please know that don't idolize that. And don't think that you're missing out or that your relationships, you know, less than because you don't do lip sync videos. Like we struggle too. That's right. And, and, and amongst yeah, those good. struggles that, that you have hope and that you will stay in the car when you hit these tough times. Exactly. That's kind of our, you know, we, mm. we called it the road to love and laughter as a nod to our lip sync videos. Cause when people watch our videos, we're typically in the front seat of our car doing mm -hmm. something or other. And so we were like, okay, something with the road, something with the car, our motto is laughter is the best medicine. Um, so we came up with the road to love and laughter with that analogy that Danny just said that like, hey, we're not marriage experts. This isn't the end all be all of marriage books. But at the end of the day, we want to encourage you to not exit, you know, the road too soon. And when things get bumpy and, and tough and hard, like stay in the car together, work mm -hmm. it out. Like mm -hmm. it gets better as the journey progresses, the longer you got, you know, the longer you stay and fight for each other instead of with each other all the time you know, it's like a fine wine, it gets better with age. And that awesome fruit that bursts forth, you know, in the later seasons of your marriage relationship is just amazing, but you got to stay in the car. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's so approachable for everybody listening. And for me, I mean, no marriage is perfect. It's two imperfect people coming together and there are going to be differences. There are going to be challenges. I mean, you know, just having kids presents this whole other element that, mm -hmm. you know, you feel like, wait, I thought we agreed on, like, even if you thought you agreed on everything when you got married, mm -hmm. having kids does switch it up and you feel like, wait, that's not the way I would have done it. Mm -hmm. And right. so it can be really hard to keep having fun together. And that's why I think that's probably why people say, I want to have a marriage like yours, because they do see the both of you having fun together and mm -hmm. laughing together mm -hmm. and i mean that's why your book is called the road to love and laughter because i know that's a vital part of your relationship because in reading the book that's how it started and like you're saying you know you've always had fun together so yeah. what about you know later in marriage like you're saying it does get better but it also i would say is often hard to keep having fun when mm -hmm. life gets serious when you have kids you have stresses and pressures like you talk about your financial stressors in your book and yeah. just all those different pressures of life like how how do you really do it? I mean, I'm sure that's such a huge answer. We talk about for hours and that could be a whole like weekend retreat with people, but sure. you know, why is it so important to have fun? And then kind of, how do you guys do it? I mean, how do you enjoy each other so much and laugh so much? I'm, I think that's what people are getting at when they say they want your marriage. They, they probably aren't saying like, Oh, I don't love my spouse. They're saying I'm not, I'm not laughing as much as you guys. That's what right. I want. Yeah. That's so true. You know, we initially, we, when we wrote this book, the concept was to approach it that way. And we were going to talk about the things that 
keep us from laughing. Like, and we, we had this concept of laugh blockers that develop over mm-hmm. time. And, you know, maybe there'll be another book that's birthed from that. But, um, but there's a lot of things that happen on the way, right? Like you get married on your wedding day. It's, it's, you know, you're, it's so super exciting. There's flowers, there's friends, there's family, there's the beautiful dress and all the things. And then, you know, comes the real stuff of like bills and scheduling and, you know, cleaning and just maintenance of everything and, and life. And, and a lot of that's just not fun. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's not fun to get behind on your bills. It's not fun to, you know, have all those stresses. And so the first thing we do is look to the person closest to us, which is our spouse. And we point the finger and we say, this must be your fault because I was fine before we were married. I wasn't stressed about all this stuff and now I'm stressed now. So it's your fault. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and like, that was just the first sin in the garden, you know, was, was blaming each other and not being grateful for what God had given, given them to focusing on what they can't have rather than all that they did have. And then pointing the blank finger at each other, you know, and we still today, thousands of years later, do the same thing in our own homes. And so true. And, and I'm so guilty of it. Like I'm preaching to myself because <laughs> I, if, you know, you've read the book. So, you know, like I, I, my tendency, like I am the worst case scenario queen and Danny is the best case scenario king. He <laughs> is like, he, I call him Danny Hakuna Matata Adams. He's like... <laughs> I relate to that so strongly. I think I'm like Danny and my husband's like you, Kristen. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. I try. And it's like, I'm still a person of faith. You know, Danny, and I know there's people out there that would be like, well, if you're worrying, then you're not in faith. And I'm like, I know, I know I, I shouldn't worry. I know that worry is a sign that I'm not trusting God. And But I do love God. And I do know that God's going to provide for me. But this habit that I've developed, the system that I grew up under, all those things, like I'm trying to undo those wrong mindsets, you know, that have been ingrained in me since, you know, I can remember. So there's got to be that grace there. But when you know that it can be like, when I am aware of it, like I'm totally self-aware of it, then you can poke fun at it. Now it's like, it's out in the open. I've said it. I know I'm the worst case scenario queen. Danny knows he's the best case scenario king. So like, while we're both trying to work through it, like mm-hmm. let's at least have fun with it yeah. rather than make the other person feel horrible yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they're like not where you are or yeah. something. And that's and we that's talk about good. that a little bit in the book, Stephanie, and that is just we all process differently too. We all, yes. you know, there's there's you know, for for Kristen, you know, we joke in the book that, you know, I know that I realize that timing is everything. I realize that in in a moment when she's receiving bad news or we have to have a difficult talk that she needs to process things or, or maybe have some chocolate before, you know, <laughs> going, going to her. And, and that's all part of, you know, being, I think, seasoned in terms of, you know, having a little bit more years of, of learning each other, you studying know, we, we, yes, we believe in studying your mm-hmm. spouse. Um, but the, but the, you know, at the, at the root of it, if we want to keep it real, which you mentioned earlier, Stephanie, you just like to like get bottom line, like what is, what, what's, what are we looking at here? There are a lot yeah, of what practical. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of antidotes of 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 what you can do in marriage uh, that are great little tips. Go on date nights. You know, guard this by doing this. Uh, be kind to each other. Help each other. You know, there these are all great things. But I think the question ultimately comes back to you and your relationship with Christ and asking mm-hmm. yourself who's on the throne of your heart, because when yeah. we're if, if he's either on the throne or we're on the throne. And we're selfish True. beings at the core. 
And we're, and that means that we're self-serving and we, we, unless we're dying to self daily, because being married and, and then having children, it's a selfless place that we have to be in. If we but, want it to succeed yes. and, and like last and last and, and not just last, but like you mentioned, have fun along the way. Yes. And like, so you have to guard that. Yeah. In terms of like, if you have all those things, that's where the enemy's going to, you know, if he can wear you down physically, emotionally, mentally, then there's an open door there where they, he can jump in. And if we're trying to really manufacture or do things in our own strength, then we're, we're going to fail. And that's saying, you know what, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to rule my nest here. I need to let God back on the throne, die to him, trust that he is my strength. He is my joy. This is where I, he's my source for all these things. And everything else just works out better. It's not perfect, but they just work out smoother when we're giving him that position and order in your home just goes a lot, a, a lot, a lot uh, more, more fluid, I guess. I agree. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, and how do you all do that? I, I wasn't planning to ask this, but I just like that you went to this place because I talk about keeping God first all the time on this podcast. And I agree that in marriage, it's vital if you're going mm. to have a, I guess, quote, successful marriage or fulfilling marriage, a thriving marriage, whatever you want to say. But how do you all do that in, in daily life? I mean, life gets busy and, and you mm -hmm. have this business and you have a new book and you have kids and just everything else in life, home maintenance, you know, all of it. Yeah. So how do you keep God on the throne and how would you encourage our listeners to do that in their own marriage? Well, I think there's so many ways that we could go with it, but um, I agree with you. You know, it's like the Matthew 6, 33, seek me first, the kingdom of God, and then all mm. these things will be added to you. And yes. we, we often try to switch it around where we try to get all the things that are added without seeking God first. And, you know, I always often add to the seeking with, I add love to that. We should be seeking and loving him first. That's part of the package before we do anything else. And for me, I know, the, the, the litmus test for myself is, am I in love with Jesus? Like, I know that I'm a believer. I've been a believer for a long time. I've been reading the word for a long time. I've been going to church for a long time and going through the motions, but like, am I in love with, with Christ? And am I falling more in love with him all the time? Because if I'm not, you know, then, then something's drying up. I'm, I'm, I'm falling over into that lukewarm category where I don't want to be, which is not fun at all. And, and so I read in Paul Tripp's book, I don't know if you know who Paul Tripp is. He's got a great book on marriage. Um, but no, he talks I, about, what is it called? I'll, I can link it in the show notes. It's called, um, what did you expect? What did you expect? Thank you, babe. Mm -hmm. I was blanking okay. out. What did you expect by Paul Tripp? It's probably mm -hmm. my favorite, favorite marriage book outside of Gary Thomas's book. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, the holiness marriage book, but, um, he talks about how he's like often in marriage, it's not that we don't love each other enough it's that we don't love God enough. And wow. that like, even just saying that like <laughs> convicts me true. because so many of the things that are issues, quote unquote, that, that I'm annoyed with, or that Danny's annoyed with or bummed about with, it's like, it's low level warfare, <laughs> what Danny and I call low level warfare. At the end of the day, it's stuff that doesn't matter. It's it's the fact that someone left their, their laundry on the floor or that the dishwasher's not loaded the way that you would load it or that, you know, it's just something stupid that at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, like you're not going to care mm -hmm. about no. that, you know, to really get the, 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 
view of eternity on it. Um, but but the how you choke that stuff out, the how that low level warfare stuff doesn't have any air to breathe is by living in a higher atmosphere and by keeping your eyes lifted up on Jesus, you know, where, where that's where life is. That's where the things that matter are. That's where the higher perspective is. And so from a, from a big picture perspective, perspective, how do you do it? You stay in love with Jesus and I'll piggyback what Kristen's saying on Matthew 6 33 and that seek, you know, seek me first. And that is just, I had a, uh, we had an old mentor that just basically said, look, you can't, you can't time manage. You know, a lot of people say, hey, get, you know, try to manage your time, especially in a season like you're in, Stephanie, with three little children. Yes. Time managing, <laughs> that kind of seems laughable. You're um, like, haha, yes. what time? Yeah. Manage priorities. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, if you, if, but if you, if you manage priorities, if you ask the Lord, hey, mm. Lord, show me the season of life I am, I'm in, and what are those priorities looking like? And, you know, even if it requires, and the, and the Lord obviously is such an awesome, gracious, understanding God that he knows exactly what your schedule looks like. But if you take those few moments that you do have in the day and draw near to him, he's going to meet you there. And I think that just our priorities come out of spending time with him too. And that's going to keep us out of a place of exhaustion and things that come with, with that, because there's, there's, we find rest in the Lord, right? Even in the yes. busiest of our seasons that we have. So that would be so a, a just standing in that place of seeking him first. And, and really just like wow. on the practical side, those are like the spiritual, you know, tools that you've got to have, you know, in your toolbox at all times of like, am I loving God? Am I letting him love me? Am, um, am I in the word? Am I having time just me and him? Am I crying to him? You know, am I, am I just fully naked and surrendered in front of God all the time and being vulnerable with him so that he can heal any wounds that are in there? that are creating laugh blockers yeah. in your marriage. Because- we've been talking about that. Sorry to interrupt Kay, but we've been talking about that Kay and I have because Kay is more of a doer. That's that's and, and where sometimes people that are doers find their value in the more that they do um, as opposed to, and, and they can, they have to, and they have to, yeah, they have to, <laughs> they have to fight for just being and abiding yes. in the Lord. And then when they come out of that place of just rest in him and allowing him to love, love you there in that place, then you're, you're a better doer and you're more productive in the areas that he's called. You you're to. an enjoyable doer to be around. That's, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Cause for me, like I, I'm such a doer. I'm an Enneagram three for people that, you know, know the Enneagram. And so achieving things oh, is like yeah. my, main, my main goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but then, mm-hmm. but, in, but when you're an unhealthy uh, three, so to speak, or just an unhealthy, you know, person in general, which I can relate to because I'm still getting healed in a lot of areas. So um, I'm talking to myself in that you can get so focused, hyper-focused on the goal, even in your own house. Like if the goal is dishes, laundry, errands, pay bills. Well, the second someone comes in and interrupts your plan for the day, they are now enemy number one. You know, it's like you got in my way of all these things I'm trying to do. It's 3 p.m. and I would have had all this done had you not spilled the milk, you know, had you not come in here and brought that issue to me, had you not done this or said this or forgotten to do this, now I have to do it. And it becomes this battle of, of you know, just kind of of the flesh with the people in your own household who you are supposed to be loving the best and loving well um, day in and day out. And then you become this unpleasant person to be around. And that's, you know, at least in my own experience, that, that's been, we've, we've had that happen. 
And it's like, wow, mommy is, is slaying it. She's getting things done, but man, she's not very nice. You know, yeah, she's not, that's she's so not... relatable. <laughs> so and, relatable. And I think if that's happening, you know, like Danny's saying, you got to call a timeout and, you know, on yourself and on everything and like, let go be with the Lord. And if it means that plates are going to fall in the natural, you know, like all around you for a minute, then so be it. You know, you got to go. The, the bottom line is that your heart is, is, is whole and healed and loved well um, so that you can be the best that you can be for your household. And, and so I think, you know, for Danny and I to keep the love alive, to keep the laughter alive, we have to make sure that our hearts are loved by Jesus and our tanks are filled by him so that what we have to give is, is, is valuable and life-giving to our spouse and our children. That is so well said. Wow. Everything you said, I was like, whoa, I think she's speaking to me right now because (laughs) I completely relate to this. And I feel like all the listeners are just on the edge of their seat. Like, what else do you have for me? And you have a book. So I want you to tell everybody where to find your book and where to connect with you all. Where's the best place to hang out with you? Because so much wisdom was shared here today. And I know that it was really meaningful to me. I know it'll be meaningful to everybody listening. So um, let everybody know where they can connect with you after this. Well, thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, you can find us at um, Kristen and Danny, and that's Kristen with two eyes. If you just search us, we'll pop right up on YouTube. But our handle is at Kristen and Danny on Instagram and Facebook. And then our book, The Road to Love and Laughter, is available almost anywhere books are sold. But you can go to theroadtoloveandlaughter.com to find out more. Perfect. I will link to everything in the show notes. And Danny, you started us with a prayer and let's close with a prayer and let everybody hear it. Let's do it. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together with Stephanie and um, in the words that were spoken today, Father, Lord, we're just, if it resonated with anyone out there, if it penetrated our heart, Father, Lord, we're asking that you would just water that, that the seed was planted and you're going to water and they're going to meditate on that and uh, be intentional about moving in that direction and ultimately toward you, that you would be, uh, that, the, that you would sit at the throne of their heart at top of it and they would prioritize that in their life, that they would make you number one in their life first, first and foremost and that everything just kind of flows from there. We pray over every marriage of those who are listening who may be married yes. and that we just speak life and blessing over their marriage. Uh, we rebuke the, any assignment or attack of the enemy on that. We know that he is a liar and he is called and he is called to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to find any opportunity to speak lies into those marriages. We just rebuke that. And uh, we we plead the blood of Jesus over their situation, over their marriage, over to their home, any season they're in, where they've been, whether they're newlyweds or been married 50 years, we speak life over it and we want to reflect. Christ with our marriage. That's what we're called to do. This amazing covenant that he's given us on earth is to ultimately reflect Christ and glorify him. So we thank you again for this time with Stephanie and um, until we meet again. Amen. Amen. Amen.